Hey everyone, welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I want to welcome my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenley. Hey Rob, how you doing? I'm doing terrific, Todd. Good. It's good to be back on, on the show. I know they, they come around pretty fast. You're doing two episodes a week. Yeah, and that's you know that's <laughs> been my life for 16, almost 16 years with my show too. So right. Yep. So now it's just like double duty. But you know, we were talking about just before the we went live here was that a little bit that we felt like almost Groundhog Day, you know, it's not that we're not busy and doing different things. It's just a lot of the same thing day after right. day, you know, and yeah. uh, I'm having to start keep much better notes because otherwise I lose conversations that I need to follow up on. And it's, yeah, it's uh, easy to do that. You're it's right. hard, yeah. you know, to keep yeah. abreast of everything. So I've got like this, you know, status stack now that is you know, five miles long, but you said you, <sighs> you, you, you saw something where some, they think globally this may not end at 2022 for some countries. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to turn this show into talk too much about the virus thing, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, as far as on a, like a, if you look at it from a global vaccination perspective, I, I think that's where it's coming from, oh, you I'm, know, or, or this concept of herd immunity, right? Yeah. Um, it's going to take that long for it, uh, this whole thing to kind of work its way out of the system. But, you know, I think it, there's been a lot of changes that have been kind of permanent. Um, it's just what exactly those are. I guess time will tell. Rob, you yeah. can get a Russian shot. I can what? You can take the Russian vaccine. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. You know, yeah. I, I, I read somewhere um, that there's. I don't think you can actually get it, but I think, you know. Not that yeah. I would ever take right. that. Um, they've <laughs> tested on seven people or something. Anyway, the, uh, the, uh, it's all about hope. Todd. That, the, yeah, that's what that whole thing is about. Right? So I think if you look at, uh, yeah, I had in, in, in association with that, I had read that some leader of a specific country had agreed to take the Russian shot, but he's going to wait until March. <laughs> 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 what after a few others have uh, yeah uh, guinea pig the uh the shot right yeah <laughs> and then uh but in a serious note though um some countries you know we we have unemployment here and even though the bonus has run out and people are still on regular unemployment it's just at least it's a little bit and then there is programs that people are in really desperate times they can right. go apply for a variety of assistant programs right. so at least here in the united states there is some relief to an extent it's i'm you know people right. could always say it's more and i think they're going to be you know trying to send some more money or whatever but um you know that's all the politics side but the uh most countries don't have anything yeah. like this right yeah you know, maybe a first world, and I don't know what you would classify as a first world country anymore, but, and they used to say third world nations or whatever, and you probably, that's probably considered derogatory at this point, but. Yeah, I think um, some of the, the more developing more nations, countries yeah. um, have, have done this. I've heard about it happening down in Australia and, and it's probably, I mean, I haven't heard this, but it's probably happening in the UK and Germany and some of the, the, the European countries but, that are probably more affluent. Cambodia, yeah. Vietnam, Thailand, Philippines, right. India, countries like, you know, again, India in itself has, you know, 
a couple of cast state there. So right. I, I, I don't know, I guess, but I don't think the majority of the world can support continued lockdown and not going back to work. I just, I, I don't think they can. You know, it's, it's, it's also, it's all right. You know, and of course there's a, a variety of cost of livings, but still it's mm-hmm. the, who's right. getting hurt. The worst is the poor. The poor are just getting hammered, like hammered, always, right? hammered. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and on the podcast side, there's certainly, you know, there's jobs out there. If you go to, if you look at pod news, there's always a list of companies hiring out there. So, you know, I think we're, we're lucky to be in, in, you know, in an industry or sector or, uh, you know, that is, you know, basically mostly escaping this relatively unscathed. Right. Um, so we're, we're all fortunate. <laughs> those that are in the podcasting yeah. space that are able to do that. Rick, um, Rick says the Chinese have vaccine in the late, late stage of testing as well. There's, that's the last country I'm taking a vaccine from. I'll take the <laughs> Russian one first. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Well, um, pod, Podfest Global Summit uh, set their their Guinness record. Oh, so yesterday. they hit or their five the yeah. five thousand attendees or some five thousand yeah. participants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Big day to do it over multiple days. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I so, think it's for the whole week. Oh, that's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. I did. It's so, such, I'd like to see the math on that. How that worked. Yeah, I haven't seen that the details on how they calculated that or what the, the vectors were in counting, you know, did a visitor have to spend so much time on the site or they have to do a certain number of things to be considered a active participant. I, I don't know. And I I think some of their big speakers really helped them too, because some of their big speakers brought in some big numbers from my understanding as well. So yeah, Mm -hmm. good good for them. Yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's a topic I talked to you about a little bit after the show, last show. Yeah. And I want to be careful about this topic because it's pretty sensitive, but it's something that has occurred to me. And it actually had nothing to do with Blueberry. It was a podcast award situation. Mm-hmm. And um, so let, let me just uh, be upfront for the audience that's listening. There's going to be a wide variety of opinions here. And, and, and let me give you some, some background. When we set the podcast awards up, we've had all kinds of crazy things have happened over the years. And I come up with a, a statement on the website that was talking about the spirit of the podcast awards. Mm -hmm. And the spirit was basically anyone that would bring a bad light, anyone that would it, it just, it's a variety of things. And we basically reserve the right to disqualify anyone at any time for any reason whatsoever. And it's, it basically me and a couple other people's call that I work with on this. And, um, so we don't have a big staff to go around and look at every nominated show and look at the history. They make sure they're doing episodes, make sure they have an RSS feed. A few things that we check on, and it's a process that, you know, um, is not probably as thorough as it always should be. But you know, we try to do our best, make sure that they've got the minimum number of episodes and everything in. Mm-hmm. So I got an email from a listener, 
that really started off in a tone that surprised me and said, certain, certain show is racist. And I'm like, what? And, and I went over and looked at the show and really couldn't make a determination that there was a, that was racist. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't dig much deeper than I replied back. I said, I don't see indications that the show or the show's content is racist. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're, we're open for, um, you know, it's, we're focused on the content and the podcast and blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, I had really not went and did research on the host. Right. And, uh, was just looking at the show and the content. Right. Mm-hmm. So the email that I got back in second round from the person was that I am now me. I am now the racist and I'm now supporting racist and I am now going to be reported to the news and you are da, 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 da. And I'm going to ruin you and da, 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 da. And, and it was because I took a pretty strong stance initially on mm-hmm. not removing the show. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, what, wh- where is this racist content at? And it was related to content that it had been done on a non-podcasting project right? back in 2017. Something there's not even a lot of details online. Just it's this accusation of racist activity that happened on a project. Nothing concrete, no specifics. But it was right. enough that the podcast had gotten some national press out of it. Negative right. national press. The host had been fired. So, you know, for a host to be fired off a show, pretty big deal, right? So there has to be something. But again, the content that was outlaid was not racist. And yet now I'm a racist because I'm allowing a show that's supposedly racist that is, doesn't have racist content to stay. In. And it really set me back in my seat significantly. Yeah, it had, had nothing to do with the podcast. It happened on a reality TV show. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So, and it just got linked up with that right. host, right? And yep. followed it, but it, but it, it didn't follow it into the podcast. No, but, but their history did. Right. So my, so in the end, I opted to take the show down because it really kind of could have made the, bring the podcast towards to have a bad light. There was some additional stuff that we looked at at the show and determined that most of the media wasn't even available to be played. Exactly. It's not like you took the show down. No. Like censorship situation right. or something like that. Let's and, be clear and, on and this. The, and the production people that were part of right. that show had already delisted it several places that it was listed. Yep. So, it, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily a hard call. To it disqual- was old, old content. Old right? content, content, yeah. So it wasn't a hard call to disqualify it, but I really, it, it, it brought me back to several things that have happened and other things that have been brought to our attention at Blueberry that sometimes we've made a call on yes or no, blah, blah, blah. But we are at a time now, l- let me, l- let me be very, very clear. Hate speech, racism, any of that type of stuff that is brought to my attention that is in content at Blueberry, we, our terms of service is very, very clear about this. Right. And we won't support it. We don't want them on our platform, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, we don't go looking. We wait till it's reported because we're under Safe Harbors Act, and that protects my company from being sued for having something on. Long anyway, you guys want to read a Safe Harbors? That's a whole different thing. But it brings up a bigger point to me, and and again, I'm going to go full circle on this, and please don't relate one to the other. Um, number one, we are living in a time where something you something someone has done in the past, right? even if they have atoned for it. And again, I don't know if these people atoned or begged forgiveness or went to rehab or I don't know any of the possible. Can you, I mean, can you, or some of this stuff is like permanent. Oh, it is today. It's a, today it doesn't matter if it's true or not today. It's permanent. And the way it is today, and people are not allowed to have a second chance. Now, we have people that go to jail for murdering people. They get out of jail and are given a second chance. It doesn't, it doesn't erase that they were, have murdered someone. But at least they're able to get out and try to start their lives over. And obviously there is issues there. But words today people say can be almost like a death sentence to people. In their livelihood, in their because they just can't get away from it ever. Um, yeah, it follows them for years, and this right. is an example of that. Right. right. So the question really, really is here, um, have we got to the point in society where people just never can be forgiven anymore? Are we at, at such a toxic level of discussions in place that if someone had said something in years past or did something in years past, is there ever a way to recover from that? even if they have changed. And again, I'm just using hypotheticals here because I have no idea on people's history or what they do or, right. but it, is that possible? Well, and Todd, that, that's not even covering the other issue, which is uh, the potential of uh, legal issues too. Right, uh, right. Uh, uh, libel issues. And I'm hearing people in the industry start to talk about podcast insurance now uh, more and more um, for some of these same issues. Yep. So, you know, libel is a whole different topic. That's, that's libel's libel. Uh, racism is a, it's, that's a different tier. Right. 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 And then you have hate speech and, you know, those are probably equally components of racism. Sometimes that right. goes together. Right. But all but, it, to, what took me back. Racism, as far as I know, is not illegal, you know, so it's not necessarily a legal issue. It's huh. just. Uh, right? it's, it's not. No, well, actually, no, it's not. That's right. You can be a racist, but you better be prepared to have suffer the consequences of being such. Right. And, right. And that, <laughs> that could involve legal issues. It depends on what they've done, right. you know, right. right. or being called out or, you know, having your livelihood destroyed right. if you're actively right. participating. But so what really, I mean, what really hurt me to the core and it really, I mean, it really set me back, Rob, was this individual telling me that I was a racist. For even a allowing this show to somehow be included, right? That I had no history on, had no, and right. he, the, the comeback was, you should research these people. You should do background investigation to a sense. Wasn't said right. exactly. And I'm like, who's going to pay for that? Yeah. And, do it. and so, you know, it was brought to my attention. I looked at it, initially couldn't figure out why. 
I came back, I had a discussion, I had three, four email exchange with this person. But the the fact that you're gonna you're gonna go to the press, you're gonna go to the press and tell them that me is a racist for a lot and because I'm gonna allow this show to remain on the podcast award is quite extraordinary. When the content, when the content, and it had nothing to do with podcasting, but yet that followed through. So I'm sure there's going to be people say, yes, I should, you know, immediately you should take it down. Well, again, I didn't have the context or history. And and here's the surprising part. Got a lot of votes. Positive votes. So what does that say? Was was well, was this a, an agenda by someone to get this show nominated? So and then then in the opposite token, I'm going hmm. It's an old show too, and it's not even available. And and I and I'm kind of going hmm. I'm trying to yeah. make this. Re- so was this a an attempt by someone to purposely? try to make the words look bad or you know all this you don't know you don't because you know i go through and i i have that veil the day and i go through and look at the email addresses of the people that voted for that show yeah but title let's be clear this is one person doing that right? one this isn't this isn't like a group of people no where you got like no this is one person from people one person but when you have someone coming at you that aggressive Right. And this this little of a thing can take root mm-hmm. and can grow into a major major issue. So this is this is the problem then that okay, so I'm just talking about the podcast award and one show. Yeah, I've had that happen to me here recently. The similar not not totally the but similar. Yeah, it's it, it can be uh you know, and in no matter what position you take on it, you can be wrong given <laughs> given a hard time about it. And that's 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 the dilemma that I, I was faced with with a show um you know that was being called out for certain kinds of content, which didn't really cross the, the line, but it was a perception thing. And mm. that's what we're dealing with here. Right, is, right people's perception of something, whether or not it actually crosses any terms of service lines, um, they're oftentimes not very knowledgeable about that. So for me, and maybe I wear my, wear my emotions on my shoulder here, and maybe I'll be a little more thick skinned, but Rob, I, I, I took major affront to it to be, yeah. I, I mean, at my core, I, I, it, it's, I, I don't want to get too emotional here, but I spent, I, I get, you know, it, and it's like, you don't have to defend yourself, but you feel like you want to defend yourself. And when you start defending yourself, then you, you get into more trouble, you get into more trouble. Right. Cause you Sometimes can never say, off not, not saying cause you never can say the right thing. Right. Yeah. So all I can do, all I can do is let my actions and the work I've done and the things I've done stand for themselves. And and do, my, do and continue to do my best. Yeah, 
Just and, the best. I agree. And yet, if people knew my history, <laughs> it's it was an attack to my personality, and I fucking hated it. Right. No, it, I, I can't say it core. any more clear than that. Right. Definitely cuts to the core. It does. Thing. And you can't, because yeah. you, 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 then if you start trying to say something, you're justifying yourself. <laughs> you can't win. Yeah. Or you you're can't. somehow s- supporting something that right. maybe you don't actually agree <laughs> right. with, or right. you're, or you're, you know, you're not supporting something that you should be supporting. I mean, it's, so, it's a no win situation. So regardless of me, regardless of me and what Todd right. has done and what Todd is my lifetime of work, whatever there is to right. said about that, I'll say one thing. When I was in the Navy for 25 years, one of the core things in my head was that we had the ability to have the first amendment right for freedom of speech. Right. And to me, for, for those of you that live in the United States, you do not understand how precious that right truly is. Because you cannot say what you want to say in China. You cannot criticize a government. Even you as an American or someone in another country criticizing the Chinese government, if they find out you have any ties to China whatsoever, they will put pressure to make you change your, your talk. They're, they are that aggressive. And we can spend a whole hour about that, just talking about how they, are, how they suppress freedom of speech. So for us in the United States, being able to say what we want to say. Now, granted, again, <laughs> Rob, you may not like what they say. I may not like what they say. I might diametrically, or that isn't even the word, dio, what is the word I'm trying to say here? Diametrically oppose. <laughs> what someone's saying and absolutely to my core disagree with it. They have the right to say it. They ha- they live the consequences of what they say. Right. But this is what podcasting is all about. And to flip this on the other side, it goes back to, to dragon con last year. And I don't know if you were in there and I've talked about this in the show, probably five or six times sitting in the back yep. of the room, a diversity group being a fly in the wall keeping my mouth shut and was astonished at the number of people. And this goes to the other end of the spectrum that violences were silenced. Their words were not getting out in the press and they were using podcasting to build their argument and to talk about what they wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. That was being ignored. That was not fitting in the mainstream media. And this is why podcasting today is so powerful. What I, I had, I, I posted on Facebook. Well, I that's, that's why to some degree we have to be really strong in how we, how we defend those rights. Right. right? I mean, I mean, that's not to say that what you say don't have consequences. Um, I mean, freedom of speech is not a blank check. No, away with no, anything. no, no. What it, what, what it is though. And, and we are kind of stewards of that. Um, unfortunately I think it just comes with the territory that we're in. Uh, is that we're one of the the few media that uh, has that flexibility, right. right? So, yeah, I mean, there's it's it's a tough place to be sometimes. I've I, I've had to be in difficult situations with this too. You know, like a Alex Jones type situation I got pulled into a few years ago, and I know we've talked about that on this show too. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, that stuff did cross those lines, right? right? 
Right. Uh, most stuff kind of doesn't. Right. Um, and that's, that, that, that's the key thing that, that there's extreme lines and that's typically where we live in is extremes. Now this situation that the example that you're giving me is, is far from extreme and far, I mean, it's extreme in the effort, behind it, but it's right. not extreme from the content perspective. And, and that's, that's where it, it even crosses an even more weird line, right? Is that it, now it's just pure accusation, right? Whether it's true or not doesn't seem to matter anymore so so here is something that i i had wrote a comment on something and someone in that group got all got gotten a tizzy and reported it that it was violating community standard right you know what that was my statement stands those three words is what got took down for violating Facebook community standards. My statement, my opinion stands. It was, and now it was, it was reversed. They apologize. They had said that comment goes against our community standards on harassment and bullying. The words, my statement stands. In some context? or just- In context to, I had made a statement. Right. Some had responded to it. And I just said, my statement stands. And Facebook took down my statement stands as, but they put it back up later because someone reported it in that, that group. So we're in a, we're in a, and, and people are seeing this a lot more. You're seeing a lot of more stuff being shadow banned. You're seeing stuff banned. You're seeing stuff that is being some stuff that is actually factual being reported as false. It's all on whoever Facebook has made their logarithm. what the layer logarithm thinks i'll just leave it there right so what what have, what do we what so if if that had re uh, not been put back up big deal right it's just a statement my statement stand it, it's a bit it's no big deal it's it's not, not non-sequential right but this podcast good luck taking this podcast down you, you and i are, are having a discussion here right. and, and you may oppose or not agree with me all the time, but at this point, podcasting is the last, the last open frontier. And, and again, I, I, so people can take this the wrong way. Yes. Racists can do content and podcasting. Yes. Extremist groups can do content and podcast. Yes, a, a history of it. Yes, right. far right. Yes, far left. Yes, someone a wild, wacky conspiracy theory, which I've been running in my show for a couple of segments in my Geek News Central lately, just having fun laughing about it. Yes, they can have conspiracy theories. Yes, you can talk about QAnon. You can talk about whatever you want, as long as you don't invoke hate speech and as long as you're not doing racial content, you're w- welcome <laughs> on most podcast platforms. Yeah, I would say that's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, as long as you don't, you don't, you don't. And and who makes the decision on a violation of of, of terms of service? My lawyer does. <laughs> I don't. I don't go in and listen to the content. I said I was saying, hey Barry, we got a podcast. Here's the episode. Can you go review? And he often comes back. So that was that guy's opinion. 
right. he wasn't making anything racial. Right. Yeah. You guys run into it all the time. People don't like people's opinions. They get pissed off about someone's opinion and they, what do they do? They report it. Well, we actually want to encourage podcasters to get, get people mm, experiencing the full range of emotions, right? But, that, and and we want them to reply to the show, not to us. Right, right. right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think a good podcaster um, creates people, it causes people to think, right? It yeah. causes people to agree, disagree. This is a, this is a core principle of even talk radio, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's the purpose of a good host is to get people to think. And I think that, you know, unfortunately that can go, that can deviate into some areas that people feel uncomfortable. Right. You know, I mean, I've experienced it. I, I experienced it a little bit with my radio show. I had uh, a spokesperson for PETA on my show at one point back in the, and, you, and, and all that, all the PETA haters came out and blasted right, on you, right? Exactly. So it was like, you know, I mean, it was all about animal rights, right, right, and, right, right, and, and that kind of stuff. But there was a lot of people that that, that thought that PETA was almost like a terrorist organization. <laughs> and then there was others out there. Some people like, still do, Rob. Right. Yeah. Right. And and then there's people out there that think that PETA doesn't go you far know, enough. Far enough. Right. right. So so, but that's kind of what. To some degree, that's kind of what you want in your podcast. Do you want that difference of opinion? Because it creates a, a conversation that's interesting, right? And I think that's unfortunately, I, I hope, isn't the casualty of Well, what we've had in news and mainstream news is they're an absolute casualty. Because all they do is they're either left or right. There's nothing down the middle in news no more. And if, if someone says there is obje- objective news today, I... I <laughs> Well, show me well, you know well, people people tune in to the side that they right want right, like, right 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 <laughs> it's not causing them to change their mind challenge right right in their thoughts yeah it it certainly is getting them riled up yeah yeah and, and excited <laughs> because it's, it's extreme and, and writing in one direction, and writing right? checks to their political party right Right. So that's how media has spun right But now. here's the thing. What we all forget about the news media. They are benefactors of billions of dollars of advertising during the political season. So for them, this is a business. See, they have to be able to get, they, they want all these billions of dollars in political ads. So it, it, it's, they're a business. Let's just re- forget the news is a business. <laughs> It's a so, business on audience. It's like right, is. right. Right. Yeah. So, but I know, think I mean, not all podcasts no. have a business around. Audience, but I think but, podcasting right. though, at least in my opinion, and, and, and someone please tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. YouTube is definitely a purveyors of taking content down. I mean, without even a whisper. Right. Yeah, you, if it's, it's just gone. If you, if they think you're going to hurt an advertiser, they're gone. It, you know, it's, right. That's, it's all about money. And it's algorithmic. Right. 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 Which, uh, which is even less, <laughs> um, human, right. Yeah. Around decision-making, but it also creates separation too. It's like, um, Google can say, well, we have an algorithm that does this and these are the strict guidelines and a human hasn't made that choice. So you can't point a finger at a human. Right. Say, well, you're racist Yeah. or you're this or you're that. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
this issue came up a little bit um, here this past week uh, in relation to Anchor. I don't know if you saw the uh, the article coming out about how they're. But, but that was different. That's about music. That's about copyright violation. Well, it is, but it's it's similar in concept to I think people's perception of um, if there's some sort of violation, right, right, of something, right, that the platforms are being put more and more in a position where they have to be the the content police. It was right. kind of comical, be honest with you, that their system is that stupid. Well, I mean, I can see it to a certain degree because I kind of experienced this a little bit. If you're, if you make the process really easy, and I don't know if we've talked about this in the past, but if you make the process really easy to migrate an RSS feed over to another service, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you just cut and paste it in there and it copies all the files and you can add it to your account, right? Um, that, that was the, the situation with Spreaker is that it's really easy to go in and create multiple shows in your account, right? Yep. So you can, I could go grab the RSS feed serial, right? Yeah. And I could cut and paste it into my, my Spreaker account yep. and completely duplicate serial on my, on my Spreaker account and then submit that podcast to Spotify and Pandora. And so, I mean, yeah, but, right. But there's and a cool, problems but here, there's a cool thing that, that they right. don't understand. And let me find. The right. copyright. So but on this, this show, a little, little bit different than that. But that's kind of a little bit about what they're 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 going after here. This shows is it has a Creative Commons attributed non commercial share alike three copyright. Right. Let me say that again. This show is tagged Creative Commons attribution non commercial share alike three So long as you attribute us, right. You attribute us in your content you can share this show all you want right but that doesn't doesn't give you license to duplicate everything no no but yeah no what you want todd you want this show duplicated across five different and not i honestly i don't because i'm not going to control this but they can take clips from this show yeah no no i think and that's that's what happened with the person that got took down was they had a clip not the whole show. Well, I think that the term is a similar content that was hosted in a Lipson hosted podcast listening right. in Spotify. So intro um, music. Right. Was what was the same. Really? Was yeah, I think it was music? intro music. Yeah. Originally they thought the show got took down because of music. It was this guy's own he had created his own intro music and he used it on his Lipson show and then he Create, he used the same intro music on oh, on okay. his anchor show. Okay, it says here the the audio in question was a trailer, a seventy six oh, second trailer, all speech of Jonathan's own oh, voice. Maybe I, okay, I'm wrong. The trailer for a new show that he had uploaded um, a day earlier onto Lipson that was also carried by Spotify. So that's. So, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting that it would um, be such a small piece of content. But, now, granted, I can see maybe where Anchor's coming from on this. It's, uh, it's an oxymoron, though, because right. what, what, okay, so I don't have a show on Anchor. Yeah. All right. right. Now, I'm on Spotify. This show's on Spotify. But Anchor could be considered a destination by some folks. So I thought, hmm, what if I want this show to be. I just upload a copy of this show to Anchor 
right. and have it on anchor for uh, a a destination. Well, Todd, back when can't when do it. We were doing doing live shows on Spreaker. Um, you know, when you were traveling. Yep. Um, in that Spreaker feed, the Spreaker live show feed, there is there yeah. there are episodes of this show That's that right. are in that feed uh, that are duplicative to, that, to this. Yep. And those haven't been taken. Nope. Um, of course, I don't believe that they're on Anchor. So no. Um, but it, it's just that's the common denominator here. I, I'm not sure that any of the other platforms are taking down content for the same. No, because thing. because the majority, it's kind of, it's really ironic. To be honest with you, because podcasts are syndicated. Podcasts are syndicated into. It's, it's really, if you think about it, it's really insane that that show was, uh, Libsyn show was in, in Spotify. Right. <laughs> and then they, they took the content down that was put on it. It, it makes no sense. I, it, all I can say is it looks like there's a little heavy, heavy integration there. And, uh, it, well. That guy now going to say, "Well, do I want my show on Libsyn or do I want my show on Spotify?" Hmm. Is it a big evil plot? I don't think it has anything to do with Libsyn, but I think it was just—I don't know. I, they've said that, it, that, that there's no algorithm going on. But he here. took they took the whole show down, not just one episode. They took the, they deleted the whole show. Wow. So, yeah. Um. Hmm. Hey. Hey, just, I know all of you already know this, uh, Blueberry and Libsyn have great podcast hosting plans. We're big, independent, friendly. Come on mm -hmm. over and host with us. Rob's got a promo code for you. I've got a promo code for you. We'll both give you 30 days. Come, come on over. Right. <laughs> the hell with anchor. Yeah. Don't, don't get caught up in this, this quagmire, or quagmire, or whatever but, you want to say. Because, that. because everything we've been talking about today, and I hate to, you know, it's, we're not tooting our own horn here, horn here, but. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, yeah, in a sense, but no, you know, we, in the end, what it really shows me, and Rick said a note here, Rick and chat said, no doubt there are efforts underway to control, control speech in podcasting as well. That scares me to death that Rick would think that. Well, yeah. yeah. It's not happening with our two companies. No. No, actually, no. I think our, our terms of service uh, policies are actually even a, a little bit more, um, I don't know what the right word to use, but is a a little bit more open than even yours, I think. Really? So, oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Our terms of service haven't changed, Rob, in 15 years. So. I know. Well, we're, I mean, just think about the title, the, the name of the company, Liberated Syndication. Right, right, right. I mean, if you look at the brand, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah. it tells you a lot right there, right, of our, our, our philosophy. Right. So... A lot of our terms of service originated when we were just a directory too. So, mm -hmm. yep. you know, so I, I it's just, uh, and, and, you know, again, on one hand, I can probably, you know, name that or number, the number of takedowns we've had to do as a yeah. company and right. the last, no, you know, it kind of goes in spurts. Something happens. Yeah. People, I mean, I've been with, with, uh, 
multiple companies, as you know. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it's an extremely rare occurrence. Extremely rare. That extremely rare. But at the same time, there's such, there's such, um, angst in the world right now. Well, yeah. And it's only getting more so, um, you know, I think this pressure, like you're talking about, Todd is definitely building. Um, I don't know if it's going to peak at some point. Um, I don't know. So, you know, it, it's in even the news, which little I watch has now started to really kind of come out and say, cancel culture is not healthy for the country. So, no, it is, and it is a small number of people that are rightly so sometimes pissed off. Right. And, uh, or a segment that is pissed off rightly so. And I think it is a small segment that causes all these problems too. And not necessarily that they are wrong, but they are definitely at the extreme. Right. So. I mean, I mean. How many shows are there out <laughs> One, there? Podcasts, 1. right? 1.3 million or something like that. And how many shows do we have any kind of an issue with? Yeah. Just a fraction of a fraction, fraction. of a fraction. Yeah. Right. And, and, and actually the shows that are, how should I say it? Doing this nasty stuff. They know better to even submit. They do, they self host and do their own thing. They, they put their content up on their own servers and they, they know from the get go that they're going to be a target. So they don't even come and work with companies like Rob and mine. So we do get from time. Actually, what we see actually happening is, um, we get more requests because someone's using our stats. So they try to slide in under the radar and using our stats, your stats redirect. And then we'll get a takedown notice for something. They'll be like, uh, that isn't even hosted with us. They're right. just using our staff. You just didn't know how to read. So, you know, we removed the link, but it's very rarely for hosted content. Yeah. I mean, some of the other times that I've seen the, these, um, these players come out, play with the hosting platforms is when they want to get in, um, listening platforms that they can't get in on the outside. So, I mean, I mean, like, a you know, some of the hosting platforms have direct relationships with, you know, Pandora and, in the early days, you know, Spreaker had a direct mm-hmm. relationship with um, iHeartRadio, right? Right. So the the only way to get your show into iHeartRadio was to host it on Spreaker, right? So for a certain amount of time, and those have been, and that's kind of largely eliminated. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's been kind of kind of eliminated o- over time to some degree, but um, that's been a little bit of the impetus of these shows working with these platforms. I mean. Um, to get their shows into like a Spotify or something like that, you typically had to work through a host, right? You couldn't submit um, directly until they um, bought uh, Anchor, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Vertical integration is right. Uh, as it's, then they said, "Oh, we don't want to have them coming direct from the podcast host. We want direct relationships instead, that right. we can convert them." Hmm. Yeah. And this whole thing with Anchor has nothing to do with Spotify, New. but I'm. But, but I'm sure Spotify has a perspective on this too. Well, I'm sure that the logo was triggered by Spotify. Spotify probably said, Hey, we got two pieces of similar content here. Right. You, you got a problem. Right. So we're talking about anchor here, but we really should be talking about Spotify. And what it really, I'm sure what it really is, 
believe it or not, is they're looking for the music. So it's yeah. probably their music system triggered. Because again, it's but, just it's just a bot. But there wasn't any music. No, but night. that's that's the, the the bot doesn't know it's music. They're just looking for a signature of media file that looks the same. Sure. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that's Yeah. So, so anyway, I think we've <laughs> kicked that dead horse <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. But yeah, I I'm So did you want to talk at all about this uh this uh uh people in powerful people in podcasting thing and you've been pretty quiet about that (laughs) why we forgot all about that i'm glad you brought it to us so rob (laughs) let me ask you those of you listening you're going to give you a little education here rob who is what what magazine came out with a top 10 or what newsletter came out with a top 10 uh inside uh radio inside radio which is a subsidiary of who uh, I heard. So Inside Radio is a subsidiary of iHeart. So a few months, month ago, Inside Radio asked people to submit who their top 10 most powerful people in podcasting were. Right. Now I have a little addition to the story. So I told my audience to go over there and submit. And uh, provided them a special link to do so. And I saw how many went over and submitted. So, stack, stack. Okay, <laughs> a little bit, right? So, okay. Okay, so, so now, I'm not on that list. It's okay. Yeah. So, who is, Rob, drum roll, drum who is the number one most influential person in podcasting today by Inside Radio, who is owned by a subsidiary of iHeart? Well, this is the second year in a row. Oh, oh shh, shh, don't give it away. Who, who was it? Uh, the guy that leads iHeart Radio. Rigged, 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 rigged. In my opinion, I mean, I mean, it's what's interesting about it is, is who would you put as the number one? That's, I mean, if it wasn't Connell, who would it be? Most influential person in podcasting, or or who should it have? It it shouldn't. It wouldn't have been me. Um, Yeah, and it wouldn't have been me. I mean, I'm on the list, but oh, you um, made the top ten? No, 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 not. Not, not top 10. I'm, I'm part of the, the, uh, podcast power players list, oh. which is the list below it. Okay. It's so, like another 32 people that they put in there. Was I on that list? Probably not, huh? No, but I thought you were last year. <laughs> I don't right? know. I don't care. Um, I know, I know, but, but I'm just saying, I mean, I mean, who do you think is the most powerful person in podcasting right now? It's not the iHeart folks. No, I know it's not, but I, Besides that, who do you think it should be? That's a pretty big question because there's a lot of very influential people in various positions. Right. I'm, I'm looking at the list, the top 10 list that's in here right now, mm-hmm. right? And the one that jumped out for me 
um, would be probably um, Ben Cave. Hmm. He's the he's the global head of podcast app. But nobody knows him. Well, he made it to number five. Like I said, how how did that happen? Well, Ben is again. Yeah, they had people. No, no, no. no but they that. had people submit names via well, a, a nomination form. That is true. But it does say in their how they selected it here. It says we we invited readers, Inside Radio and Podcast News Daily, and our editors to nominate, and our editor. It, that's the key thing to nominate executives they believe deserve recognition for their work advancing the podcast industry. Our our board made the final selections, mm-hmm. so they took all those submissions and they just flushed them, or they they took it and then they they applied their own um, nomination right to this, which which you're entirely right, Todd. A very I don't think there's very many people that know Ben Cave because mm-hmm. he's he's fairly new to that role. Uh, I think more people probably know James. Well, here here it is, ben, a- but but Ben is. I mean, he is the guy that's in charge of it. Here's the thing: these lists are all subjective. All these people yeah. run different roles in podcasting. No one person, in my opinion, is like the guy. Because yeah, I mean that's true. I mean you've I would got, say that that's probably true. You've got the uh, influential person over at Pandora. You've got an influential person at iHeart. You've got an influential right. person at Spotify. Right. You've got uh, you know this whole stack. And these well, remember the these CEO are of, of, of we, Stitcher is certainly we've, a, we've know, got pretty influential guy. Right. Uh, by the way, congratulations on your guy. Good luck on your guys' no new CEO hunt. That was good news, by the way. Um, and for those that don't know, Libsyn is now looking for a new CEO. Chris Spencer, their long-term CEO, is left the building or yes. soon to leave the yes. building. Well, and and the other thing too is we have a lot of new board members too. So anyway, that's a whole nother new discussion. CFO and the whole whole, whole work. So yep. there's there's big things that are shaking. And big things are shaking, shaking up, and shaking yep. out. So um. Again, there's this whole, there's, who else could be influential? Well, the person that runs, that's the CEO of Podbean, people don't even hardly know who he is. Right. You know, so there's a whole stack, a whole litany of people that do different things in the podcasting space, right? Yep. So I don't think there's any one person that is the most powerful. Tom Webster's a powerhouse in podcasting. Oh, yeah. Why isn't he on that list? You know, so there's, there's, there's. James Cridlin probably could be on that list. You know, I don't know. Is he influential? He probably should have been. Right. He probably should have been. I agree. He's a news reporter. He's not in the podcasting space, but you know. Well, he's as much in the podcasting yeah. space as yeah. he does a podcast. Yeah. Right. So there's a whole list of people. Right. So again, when these top 10 lists come out, it's to me, it is what it is. Yeah. I think it's, it I is. think it's, I think the podcasters, Ian, the real question is who do podcasters look to for information? They look to Rob Walsh. They look to you. They look to me. 
they look to other people. They look at the, you know, the, um, my God, he's going to hate me here. A leader of Captivate. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you've got Mark. people that yeah. have yeah, got big followers of podcasters. Dave Jackson, big follower of podcasters. They're all very, podcasters will say, he'll have a whole different response who's very influential if you if you're on a, if you're a mid-roll podcaster you're probably going to say the the ceo mid-roll is the person that is the well that well, that's the stitcher ceo right right i mean if you think about this list of the top 10 most powerful people and the power players in podcasting it's from a website i mean the top of the page is inside radio right it doesn't say inside podcast no 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 <laughs> So, so Rick says, yeah. the most influential person in podcasting at my house is at my house. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's awesome. You're that's right. This, I mean, that's really what this medium is about. This yeah. list is, is certainly of people that are working at larger companies typically that are, that are doing, you know, some, some stuff with podcasting. There's no question. So, and their, their content's getting listened to by lots of people. Um, but that doesn't make it the heart and soul. No, of no. The heart and soul is all of you that are listening, that are creating content. And the few of you that are, that are hanging out, listening to our antics as well. Hoping right. we won't mention your name. We haven't done any digging and dirt lately. We, we need to get some dirt digging going. So if any of you got some dirt to give out, you know, <laughs> feel free to fire it over. I'm just joking. Lordy, Lordy, there's <laughs> enough dirt out there. <laughs> There's no, actually, believe it or not, I don't think there is. Uh, I don't no, think there's no I, true dirt. No, I don't think so either. It's a pretty clean medium. Yeah. <laughs> he said pretty. It, it's been, it's been sanitized quite well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you also see this article, Todd, uh, saying that 38% of Americans listen to a podcast to improve their mood? I have no doubt. I agree 100%. I think that number is more like 80 yeah. Here's why. It depends on what you listen to, right? Rob. Okay. Have you listened to mainstream television? Don't say who. Have you listened to more than one hour of mainstream television news in the last week? Yeah, sure. How pissed off are you? Mm, I don't get pissed off about it. It's, it's, it's Come. what it is. Oh, now I, I have my opinions about it. Okay. You have your opinions. It doesn't doesn't really make when I watch, when I watch, when I watch the news, I get pissed off and frustrated. Yeah. I get, oh, I get, oh, clearly I get. Okay. So we don't need this, this COVID Corona us locked down. Right. I don't need that in my life right now. I, I happen upon it by accident. I see stuff on Facebook by accident and it's still, ugh, I want to puke, right? So I listen to podcasts because I want to listen to all this negativity and bickering and political posturing. And it is what it is. We're not going to be able to control any of these. Here's my opinion on politicians. Fire them all. Fire them all. Clean the slate. Let's, let's start get some over. start over. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Everyone, yeah. Republicans, Democrats, presidents, yeah. it, 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 fire them all. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of them are in there for the wrong reasons. Fire them all, you know? Right. So, well, it, 
So it says in this article, uh, <laughs> we do listen to podcasts to feel better. It, it's it's linked up with the Deezer platform is kind of where, where this data is coming uh-huh. from. But it says content that focuses on relaxation, mindfulness, self improvement has helped fifty three percent of Americans get through the lockdown. And it says absolutely, our, our, our relationship podcasts have seen a dramatic one hundred and forty five percent increase. Tom, Tom just weighed in on the chat and Tom, we were talking about you earlier. We think you should have been in the top 10 list, but Tom, there's a question for you then on your new state of podcasting, all this stuff that you guys do find out how many people listen to podcasts to feel better. I, I, I do and you, what, count me as a yes. What, what type of content is that? Right. I mean, what's the ranking on that? It's what I want to listen to. It's it stuff says, that makes me happy. Right. And it's necessarily comedy shows. It's, it's, it's what, it's what, and if, 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 the, if a relationship show is what you want to listen to, mm-hmm. great. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, that's actually re- really serving a real tangible benefit. Absolutely. And I've said this right. since the beginning of this thing, because I was telling my audience, my tech show audience that I had to, I took literally, I took about a 45 day break from any, I didn't listen to Stern. I didn't listen to TV. I didn't listen because I was felt I was getting sick, mentally sick from listening to this caca. I'll use that word. Yeah. And I started listening to podcasts that I wanted to listen to. I listen to self-improvement. I listened to my, my friend, Am Curry. I listened to, you know, it, it just a little comedy intermixed. That, and it made me feel much better. Right. I, I really think some of the mainstream stuff is really making this country insane. Tune into a podcast. Right. And don't listen to a political one. Well, there are a lot of, a lot of people saying that we've got some serious mental health issues in this country now because of what's happening. And, and people are doing destructive R- things to their lives. R- Rob, right I, I, I don't say that I was getting depressed. But I, right. I took a break. I needed some time off. I needed to be away. I needed to, to and I'm not, and it's, I recognize I needed a break. Right. And it did me a, it did me a world of good. Sometimes I wish I was still on vacation. Right. But it, it is what is a real world intermixes with that. And you just have to adapt. But I, I think it's true. I think there, I think people get stressed out and, we're in a situation that I can't imagine being a mom or dad right now, knowing my kids aren't going to go back to school. The, the, yeah. the, the stress level goes from here, which is I can handle it to here because they're going to be yeah. homeschooling this year. I, I, yeah. I, that, that segment alone. Mm-hmm. Now, when you have teenagers, you just yell them, do your, homework right and get online right. and do your stuff they're a little right. but when you have a five six seven eight nine ten eleven year old that needs a lot of attention right god help us <laughs> uh, i'm i'm serious well, we're it, both it, both uh parents and yeah had to, you know and raise kids i've got a i've got I, I got a senior this year you know so he's he's you know he's gonna go to school two days a week his friends are on opposite schedules. He's pissed off about that. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can, I, he can be managed because he's, he's 17. You know, he's going to have to be prodded, you know, with a, with a cow poker every once in a while and shocked to make sure he gets his homework done. But I can't imagine having a sixth grader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a, this is, this is a challenging time. But that's just one thing. So what yeah. if you, what if you are, I, I got a, a, the guy that does my production for my show, he lives in Jersey, relatively small house. He works his day job for a major mobile telecommunication company doing what he has to do there. And his job isn't, he, he has, let's just put it this way. He's got a stressful job and, but he has no place to escape to. He, he could, he would, could leave work at work and he could come home and be done with that but he can he gets he gets up from his desk and he's still in the same house he has no place to decompress that's that's a story across the country right now or a spouse maybe two of you are working in the same spare bedroom on top of one another and you're trying to do i'm zoomed out i'm zoomed out i'm zoom when matter of fact let's 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 zoom is like death by PowerPoint, there'll be going to be a major retaliation back on these online meeting platforms. No one's going to want to do them no more. I had 18, 18 zoom meetings last week, 18. If you hear my frustration and it's, I'm not alone here. Well, Todd, I mean, I mean, those were 18 meetings that you would have done in person, right? Maybe done some of them just on the phone. Everyone wants to do a Zoom meeting now. You just can't have a phone call now. Right. Because you got to see each other. Not always a bad thing, right? I don't, I guess I'm not as, I would say that I've got a good balance between, between phone calls and Skype calls, Zoom calls and um blue jeans i mean there's all these right, new right. platforms coming but up too i'm right? just when i say i'm zoomed out i'm just done with on, uh, the online no. meeting thing right right i'm i'm a, I think you're, i'm a social magnet i like the in-person stuff yeah right i think that's what you're really saying yeah, about, yeah. you want to get out there and meet people in person again. so i told and dan I, last week if i yeah. get a vaccine i'm gonna hug him right. <laughs> <laughs> i won't literally the same way too i mean we're both kind of people 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 yeah so we like to get out and meet people and talk to people and go to meetings and go to events and sure. be around lots of people and and try and network with people that's that's how we got to where we are in this in this medium is being a connector and yeah. being connected to the community and it's harder to do that now i think yeah so you know we've really straight off the path here but going back to the deezer right piece i think that's Thirty-eight percent. I they count me in for a hundred. And I don't know. What about you guys? You know, listen to the show. Are you you know Are you feeling the same thing? You feeling the same frustration? Are you you know just getting up? Here's an example. So when the blueberry team's in the office and I'm in the office, you know we're all head down working, but we all take lunch kind of around the same time within maybe the same ninety minute period. Everyone kind of goes on lunch. And we've got a, um, a, a little uh, kitchen area in the office that people kind of congregate around. And mm-hmm. we're just able to have lunch and have a discussion and 
all kinds of topics. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's, you know, we got a baby shower, whatever the conversation is. It's, it's this familiar family conversation where we're all just kind of, and it, it's, it's a break. It's a break for lunch and you can, then you can go back to your desk and you concentrate and, and, you know, knock the rest of the day out. And there's also this inner, interpersonal communications that happen during the day when you're, when you're in the office and something comes up and, you know, you're like, oh, hey, Mackenzie, you just do a shout across the room. Hey, Mackenzie, you, you know, can you take your earbud out of your ear for a moment and, we, you know, we'll make a discussion and that breaks the day up. Now for lunch, most people sit at their desk and eat their lunch right in front of their computer. And the, I'm making a point to get up and try to do something different for lunch, leave the office, which, you know, I'm here in an office, but leave, but people can't, they're stuck in their house. So that's why I told my team, if you get like frustrated, Hey, run a, watch a movie during lunch and then, you know, give me some extra time on the back end. Mm -hmm. But we're in a whole different world now and people's mental. I, it's to me, it's, I'm used to having coworkers that I could tap on my shoulder for years and years and years. So for me, it's, this is very difficult. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, but I've been working from home for, for years, but yeah. I've also spent time working in corporate offices and, you know, back when I was working at, at Microsoft, you know, and so, but it's, I think it's really just getting out at these events. I mean, you know, you and I were spending probably half of our time on yeah. the road. Tom says it perfectly. I've largely been keeping my camera off on zoom calls. So sick of them. I, me too. And Tom, this is just like the last couple of weeks. I've been turning my camera off showing up. I just, because some meetings are more engaging than others. And sometimes somebody will say something and I will react and people will know that because I'm the boss, I've reacted that they need to adjust something. So sometimes it's better to have the camera off so that I can react. And not have someone freak out and get that additional pressure and then Uh, come back later and say, hey, by the way, I don't have to make them look bad during, because this face doesn't play poker. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. You definitely are are very expressive. Yeah. So this place don't, this, and so if I do one of these. (laughs) It says a lot. Bob. It says a lot. Or if I start, yeah. if my if my inflection changes and I start getting red, yeah, right, <laughs> true. So yeah. from that perspective, it's better to have the camera off sometimes, or just I'm just not in the mood. This show, we watch each know, other. Tommy, you have to, you know, you have to worry about your hair and oh. what it looks like. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But I got, I someone got mad at, I think I mentioned last year, someone got mad at me because I had the camera off. How come you don't have your camera on? I said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm hiding today. <laughs> and he, hey, how did you, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead no, anyway. So I don't know. Maybe the rest of you are feeling the same thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just universal at this point. So yeah. Did you see the announcement about red circle, uh, making this proclamation that they had launched the first, first automated podcast advertising platform yep. to scale host read ads. Yeah. So what is this about? Thousands of popular podcasts. I think this is about what the sixth or seventh one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's automated. That, that, 
That's the key word. Okay. So is that about the sixth or seventh one? Well, I know you had a platform that you were, you were, uh, making available to the space many years ago mm-hmm. that was, that was doing this. That was, I don't uh, have the piece where the, uh, buyer comes in and they'll buy stuff. I don't have that side of it, but others do already, but I have right. a system that, yeah, we can, right. we can put thousands of shows on a single buy. If, if, you know, if someone wants to spend that kind of money, call me. Yeah. I think that there's been, yeah. I can think of one. I think Knit had had a similar platform like that. Well, oh, didn't didn't uh, the company you used to work for had a platform? Oh, you're talking about Spreaker? Yeah, didn't they had something? Well, okay. I think. Um, well, what that? Was oh, they're doing more yeah. programmatic yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. With the radio ads. Um, yeah. This is post read. This is saying. supposedly host read. Oh. Oh yeah, uh, we've had we've had that since 2000. Right. or something like that right. and it, it's not really 100% clear if this is host reads that are baked in or if they're dynamically inserted it's pre-recorded host reads it doesn't really draw that distinction but if you're going to automate um, host reads I think you kind of have to do dynamic insertion don't you Todd mm-hmm. I mean I mean, I, I think you can probably and we've talked about it many times in the show that there there is a need for a a platform that scale host read ads for 10% and, of the podcast in the world. Right. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and then you combine that with dynamic ad insertion and, you know, there may be a, you know, you can include another 10% of that probably. Um, but it's even trying to, trying to do that is difficult. I know Todd, you, you probably have more experience at doing that than really pretty much anybody. Well, you know, we, we've never, been purveyors well here's what i tell podcasters you will know when you need injection you'll know when you need injection when you can go and look at the content that you did last month and well it's, it's your archive it's the monetization right, right. but where the benefit is don't, don't tell the podcasters that the majority of media buyers do not ever buy old inventory that's true that's true. They well, they also don't like the fact that uh, their stuff isn't baked in. Guess what? They get free impressions when it's baked in. Yeah, but I've I, the way I tell we have podcasters that you know twenty a week. They say, "Hey, we're, we're ready for ad injection," and uh, hey, we're happy to sell you ad injection. No problem. I get you up to a you know a different uh, a level Client of account. Level no sweat. I can get you. And then, you know, I, and then they'll ask me, well, what kind of ads do you have for me? I said, you don't have your ads already? No. Well, then you're probably not ready for injection because I'm going to bring you a deal periodically, but you should be in a position to have your own deals if you're going to be using self-served ad injection. Right. Um, and I go back to something that we've, I've said 5,000 times, 90% of podcasts will deliver 90% of their lifetime downloads in the first 72 to 96 hours that they're online globally. And that's still, that's still the number. Mm-hmm. And, and here's how you can tell on your chart. And those of you that are watching your podcast numbers do this, there's a spike. And then it's just like, take a hockey stick and, and, and then fo- and, and set it up on its edge and follow it down. And it then turns into a flat line looking like it's dead. And you'll have a little blip two or three, four or five there. 10, 20, 30 there. 
But that yeah. that time from when that spike happens to when you level out is going to be a different for every show. Sometimes it might be a week or two weeks, but the majority of you within 96 hours, you're done. And those shows don't need that injection. They don't need to yeah. spend the money for that. Bake them in. Let those that inventory stay there forever. Who cares? No one's listening. I mean, it, no one's listening anyway. I mean, ad insertion can be, you know, can be a concept. So, I mean, unless you're making some good, good money at doing it, um, we charge you know. based on like for us, you have to have it be on a pro plan. That's a minimum of a hundred bucks, $49 yeah. for the ad injection, then 10 cents on rebuild. So the, right. you know, it's relatively inexpensive for those that have inventory to replace. And some in right. the 10% of shows don't, you know, don't get me wrong. If you have a show that has great long tail, you need to be monetizing that long tail because. Right. Right. That's just like leaving, that's like taking hundred dollar bills and throwing them on the air and let someone else pick them up. It's money left on the table. And some will put those episodes under a subscription too. So it just depends on what your if, if the audience what, is big I mean, enough. Yeah. I mean, what your strategy is, but yeah, this uh, red circle platform appears to be hosting too. And I don't believe that they're IAB certified. So, um, if they're selling um, post read ads. Um, I'm not sure how that's working out if they're not certified with the buyers because all the buyers want certified numbers now. And the majority, I, well, I, we got to, you say, Daniel J. Lewis, are you listening? Why don't you make a list? Who is certified and who isn't? Well, it's, it's public. Well, I know, there. but there's right. 25 other hosting companies. You know, there's so many hosting companies that I, I, I have someone in the company that has a spreadsheet. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, there's like, you know, but some of them are here today, gone tomorrow too. You know, we keep like drawing red lines through companies. So yeah, I think you don't we, even hear about them dying. They just die. I mean, be careful here because I mean, if you host over there and their numbers are inflated, you could get into a situation where you're, <laughs> you're not doing, doing the right thing for the advertisers and get, get yourself in a little bit of hot water. So when the most awkward, <laughs> The most awkward calls are as my phone rings. Todd, hey, this is over at so-and-so. Hey, how you doing? Nice to hear. How you guys been? Well, we got a problem. Really? What's going on? We had a show. Yeah, they yeah. they billed us for uh, 350,000 downloads, and uh, we got three conversions. Mm, right. That, that can mean didn't mm, do too good. What's going on here? Mm. He says, yeah, based on everything we see, we, we, we don't think the numbers are right. Yeah. Uh, can you do an audit for us? Uh, who are they hosting with? And, yeah, and, that, and, that's the, that should be the question. And, 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 and right. then sometimes I say, oh, their numbers are good. Just call them. Or, oh. oh <laughs> not good. <laughs> <laughs> and usually when I, say, right ooh, when I say, oh, when I say, oh. And I'll tell them, I'll say, well, that conversation is not going to be good. They're not going to cooperate. They will not. They're not going to let us come in and audit. Well, what do you mean? I said, well, you can try, <laughs> you, they, but they're not going to let us audit. Cause we've had some people say, no, they, you right. know, flip the middle finger at us and say, no, or you, you, you you're not going to audit. And so I tell the media buyer, Hey, uh, good luck. <laughs> you take care of them. You go, you go deal with them. It's not my problem anymore. Right. Right. It's yeah. really awkward. Rob, you have no, no idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get so, the hosting company on the phone on and like, own. uh, Hey, we've been asked by to audit 
this person's number. I need their raw log data. We have a data sharing agreement and everything we can send over with you. You what? <laughs> you what? Uncomfortable. <laughs> Uncomfortable is not the, but, but the IB certification, Awkward. well, is, is, you know, right. there's no re, I would, I would not even fathom someone call me and say, Hey, we, we need you to audit Libsyn's numbers. I'm just going to laugh on the phone. I'm like, they're good. Call Rob. You know, you shouldn't be calling me. Right. Rob. Because I understand e either. <laughs> because guess what? We went through the six months of anal probing to get certified. So we know everyone else has went through that same process. And I have no doubt that their numbers are fine. Yeah. Why, why would I... That's stupidity on my part to even think differently. There's going to be variables of percentages of Delta, but it's not going to be like they reported 800,000 and we, we, we measure 300. It's not going to be that. It could be 800,000 and we could come up with 780 or vice versa. Mm -hmm. But the Delta is not going to be that big. So Todd, have you been following the, uh, the questions that James Gridlin has been raising about the Amazon terms of service. I have no comment. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. What do you think, Rob? Well, I, I, I guess the market is, uh, analyzing what they're doing and calling them out and things are getting better. We'll just put it that way. Podcasters don't read terms of service. I know, but some people do, <laughs> and that's what's happening. There's a whole page on James Cridlin's um, pod news. I read it. It's all about terms of service, right? I read it, and some of that was interesting. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, that terms of service, as it applies to podcast hosts, uh, he was kind of mixing things there a little bit on that page because he had Amazon music and audible terms of service listed with, um, hosting platform. It is uh, Amazon music audible. Just remember. Yeah. Well, From the, yeah. there, you're a podcaster. You're on Amazon music slash audible. Well, you're not there yet. Well, whenever that happens, you're, you're in their database, right? You submit to them, but you're not, it's not public not listenable quite yet. Hmm. But I, how do I say it? We are, we are moving forward with our, um, digital integration. Yes. With multiple players. Yeah. Yeah. In the international, yeah. in the, in Rob is right. The international stuff is more, growing than the it's still we're still getting more international stuff coming in than yeah. everything in u.s base is pretty much yeah close to done yeah i would say so too yeah in the in the in the agile scrum word we're almost done done in the united states <laughs> yeah oh, yeah so there's but, it is interesting there's, though deezer you went we talked about deezer it is interesting that deezer is you know, all in at this point again. Considering they they bailed because they used to own Stitcher, right? 
connect Deezer. Deezer is a Paris-based hosting platform. If you're, I mean, listening platform. If you're not familiar with them, that mainly focuses on music, but they use they're heavily involved in the podcasting space now. Yeah. Again. Yep. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens here. But you know, it's all about content content distribution now more and more places to be heard and mm -hmm. i'm all for it yeah that's true but. so i did see was this um there was a ranking that was released um by media monitors i don't know if you saw this todd from june 15th to june 26th uh it was a ranking chart of podcasts and if you looked at the the PodTrack rank chart of top podcasts, like the top twenty podcasts, yeah. or whatever, and this is the top twenty five podcasts, um, the the number one difference on those lists, quite literally, the number one difference is that in the PodTrack ranking, they they show the Daily from the New York Times as the number one podcast. In this Media Monitors list, they show the Joe Rogan Experience as the number one podcast. And I've got about five shows, maybe 10, that have never seen the, the light of day on any of these rankers. And I'm right. blown away that it's like these little silent giant shows yeah. doing two and a half, three, five million listens per episode. Right. They're very quietly self-monetizing and probably rolling up the bank and people have no freaking clue. <laughs> yeah yeah that's true and there are shows that are outside of the u.s too that oh. just don't even show up in any of these no so and the, uh, the brazil shows continue to rocket obviously right but those are shows that are doing 20 ads in their podcast too <laughs> yeah but they're also live for three hours yeah. Yep. And, and yeah. I think the Hispanic market's coming on too. The Spanish market is. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see, I think that's where we're going to see a lot of the growth over the next year too. They're, they're finally kind of getting it figured out. Well, they're the, I think they're the second largest uh, minority group in the United States, right? Well, it's, you know, it's, I don't know from languages. I, I, I don't look at it from a, I look at it more of a language. How right. many how many countries speak Spanish? You know, it's huge. Mm -hmm. It's probably second to English, or maybe oh, it maybe is. it's first. Oh, yeah. I don't know what is the ranking of languages. Probably oh, I think what I think Spanish is number two behind um, behind. Um, I don't know. You know, that's a good uh, question for Wikipedia. I think. Yeah, I'm, I just top, I just did a Google top languages. Well, it's kind of funny. Mandarin, according to Mandarin's the biggest we, of, by population. Spanish yeah, is supposedly right. second. English is third. Hindi is fourth. Okay, I'm showing in Google. It's saying Mandarin, Chinese, English, yeah. Hindu, and Spanish, just based on how many speakers there are. Oh, I'm just looking at Wikipedia. So who right. knows how. This is from Entelog. Most, most spoken language world is, is the ranking chart that I'm looking at. Yeah. So still Mandarin Chinese is number uno. Right. 
Spanish is dos. In my list, English is tres. I, I do know just poquito. <laughs> Very small. Actually, I'm trying to learn more Spanish because we're getting a lot more Spanish business. So I'm trying to right. learn a little more Spanish. That's good. Yeah. This, uh, what are the top 10 languages? English. Says From adopting. English. Yeah. Yeah. The total, total number of people here. Because you have a lot of countries that, you know, people in a lot of countries. Dual and, language, yeah, dual language. Right. Unlike most of us here in the United States are idiots and we only speak English. Yeah. So Chinese and English are like very close to. So, uh, and then, and then the Hindu language and Spanish. Oh, that reminds me. Did you know that Rick triggered me here? Thanks, Rick. Um, we are no longer streaming on Twitch. Really? It's, it's now, help me out here. I think it's Amazon gaming. I think is what it is. Twitch has got a new name. Well, I know that. Amazon has a live playback platform. So who is that? What you? Oh yeah, because Amazon now? Amazon owns it. Um, oh it, okay, Amazon owns. Oh, Twitch? it's called Prime Gaming now. Amazon renames oh. Twitch Prime to Prime Gaming. So it's okay. okay I wonder so if Amazon owns Twitch now. And yeah, they yeah. just rebranded it. Yeah, to Prime Gaming. So are 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 we on Amazon Live now? We're on. I think we're on Prime Gaming now instead of Twitch. But we are, whatever was Twitch, we're on that platform. It's whatever's been renamed, which I think is Prime Gaming. So, yeah. So I just wonder how much pushback um, people are going to have. See, I'm loading it here right now. And let me... Yeah, I'm trying to find us. Oh, it's telling me to link the Twitch... It's under Geekness Central. Um, let's see if I can bring this screen up. And actually, I may have to link the account. It may not be already linked. It says, hello, Todd, link Twitch account. <laughs> it's already telling me to do that. So let me go here. Uh, okay, this is going to be, I, I got to make sure I know which Amazon account I'm in before I click that button. But Okay, I just typed into Amazon to pull up new media show and it doesn't look like there's anything yeah, in there. So hang on, I'll, I'll find it for us here. Let's see. Geek news. Oh boy. We're going to have, we're going to get a copyright violation. I got to get off this page. Uh, oh, here we are. Um, oh, wait a minute. Let me find the, this is an old show. Oh, we're live. Here we are. Oh, is that in the the Twitch chat? So the former, former Twitch app? Yeah, I don't know why it's Yeah, okay. It's it's I'm doing screen and screen right now, so <laughs> it'll pop up in a second. But yeah, I, I, I found it here. So it's I my user account's called Geek News. So that's probably why you couldn't find it. And is anybody watching? Oh. Yeah, actually, I think we what? did have a pretty good number. I think, well, maybe that's just 44 comments. But 
yeah, we're we're up there. So is the Amazon Live uh, content area is that under Amazon.com Live or something like that? No, it's Amazon Prime Gaming. Oh, it is. Yeah, and actually, it looks like they want me to link the account. It's giving me all kinds of uh, um, pop-ups to do so. So I probably have to do that at some. But I just thought that Twitch would have a major. And again, I know most of you don't stream on Twitch, but I think what we could see is uh, people are pretty loyal to brand names. So we'll see what happens with the Prime Gaming being the new name. Well, Todd, if you go to Amazon.com forward slash live, you can see that they, they are doing live shows on this platform. So if you go type in Amazon.com and then forward slash live. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it, I, I don't think this is an easy thing to get on because this is about clothes selling. It looks like it's all about their, well. It says here, um, are you, there's a link here. Are you interested in live streaming? Hmm. So we'll see here. it says live stream on Amazon. Download the app. I have to look at it. But it does look like it is a little bit geared more towards people that are yeah that are offering shopping. Yeah, I think topics. so. The one we haven't uh broke the seal on yet is LinkedIn. I've been trying to get on LinkedIn live and we're not over there yet. So Yeah, I think that would be probably even better. Yeah. Be over there. I spend a lot of time over on LinkedIn. Yeah. Robert, my go-to podcast news, not necessarily in this order. Good save. The feed, the new media show, podcasters, roundtable, podcast news, podcast business journal. So, well, we appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Hey, we are, we made it 90 minutes. We did, Todd, as, as usual for how many episodes are we up to now? Oh, we're, we're, we're fast approaching the new official number of 400 but we are at three today is 392 okay so when about uh let's see here let me hit the right number here wrong button about another month we'll be at 400 so we can have a big 400 celebration yes so don't forget you can get a sticker from us all you gotta do is send us a sticker the address is on the website at uh newmediashow.com matter of fact Right there in the right-hand column, make it real easy. If you're not subscribed already, please do so. Those of you that are subscribed, thank you so much for, for being subscribed. If you've got a comment about our show, comment about our commentary today, Todd at Blueberry.com, Rob. Uh, at, Rob at, or Rob, let me start over. Um, my email is uh, robg at Lipson.com, and I can, I can be found on Twitter at Rob Greenley. And so send me an email. Let me know what's going on. Your email addresses have finally shrunk. They have? Yeah, because you don't have 82 emails from all your previous work experience anymore. (laughs) That's true. A lot of those. Actually, I still get people writing me about my old companies that I work with. At your new company? Yep. I mean, not at, no, I'm people reaching out over other platforms. Oh. Like LinkedIn and other ones right. re- reaching out to talk to me about Spreaker or talk to me about Podcast One. You know what that is? Just, I, you know yeah. what I call that? A sales opportunity. 
<laughs> so, hey, by the way, uh, have I got a deal for you? Right. I do that all the you're, time. You're looking at this over here, <laughs> but you should be looking at this over here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, everyone. We've uh, hope you've had fun with us today. We've been a little serious in the beginning and hopefully lighten it up here a little bit at the end. But uh, yeah. we'll be back with you Wednesday at, uh, yeah, uh, 3 o'clock. 3 Eastern. <laughs> Three I Eastern. haven't booked any guests or anything like that, so oh. I don't know if we want to try and get anybody. But um, who should we have on? Who have uh, who haven't we had on in a while? Hmm. I could get. Maybe I could ask Rob Walsh one. Yeah, that'd be great. Have Rob on. He's always entertaining for an hour and a half. We can we can really really do some lips and bashing. No, I'm just kidding. He can he. <laughs> He always has uh, some cool. You're thing. gonna get teamed up on. Uh, that's, well, that's okay. That's, cool that's okay. I'm 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 good. I know where all the dead bodies are buried. So um, <laughs> so that's why you can't team too much. Or opposite is true too. Um, you know it'd be good because I'm sure he has some opinions on some of the stuff that's been going on. It's always good to get Rob's perspective. <laughs> yes, Rob is Rob. Rob can be a little spicy, so it always so. always mi- makes for a good episode. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks. Uh, have a great yeah. uh, great week, and we'll see you back here in a new media show on Wednesday, maybe with Rob Walsh. I don't know. We'll see if the if if yeah, the see if he's available. See if he's available. Yeah. Just look at his calendar and book him. It's easy. Right. <laughs> so, That's what Rob, they do with me. There, right? <laughs> so my team members. Oh, you got to you got to open two o'clock. I'm putting you in a slicing you in here. So. That's what kept happening here. I kept forgetting to block out my new media show time and people were booking my Wednesday show time. I actually had to move some people around this week. So now I've got a reoccurring calendar event so they won't overbook. So Todd, do you think I should try and get Connell from iHeartRadio on the show at some point? (laughs) Sure. I can, you know. Why not? I can't ask him. Why not? It, 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 yeah, why not? <laughs> Should be fun. Hey, just just look, look at that top ten list. Yeah, and I can I, I can just invite all those people on the program. Uh huh. Yeah. If we don't get out of, if we would probably both be put on the most ten most wanted list band, for, to be yeah list? to be excommunicated. <laughs> No, it's always fun to talk to folks. All right, everybody. Yeah, hey, is. thanks it for is. being here. I don't think I've got a logo to switch to, so you're going to see me do the dance to get the... Actually, there is a logo. Let me see if I can find it. I didn't have it prepped. Ah, we'll just... Eh, can I use that one? Nope, 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 nope. Because I normally throw the new media show logo up. Oh, there we yeah, go. You, there it yeah. is. Okay, found it. All right, buddy. Take care. We'll see you next time here. Bye-bye. Okay, bye, everybody.